0: Welcome to Quarter Life Crisis, guys. This is your host, Julian Albertson. And I'm Maddie McHale. How are you doing, Maddie?
1: We skipped last week. We did skip last week. That was our first week that we have skipped since we started. Also, I didn't see you. That was probably the first week in like months that I haven't seen you. Yeah, we were Where really the heck have you been?
0: I got sick. I was in Nashville. A lot has going on. Lots of traveling, you guys. But my voice is kind of getting better. I had a cold um, it's not COVID I did COVID tests before being close to Maddie so no worries
1: you guys but I know don't you the first thing I asked too I was like oh maybe it's COVID and I'm, I'm like, like I hate that I even think that like right away now but but it's true glad so you're better
0: we did lots of testing so no worries but we have such a special episode again we have a great guest that's coming on in the podcast today uh she's a young woman who has fought her way into an amazing career in the tv industry she graduated with a bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism from elon university in north carolina she's a tv host with her own segment on one of the most popular tv networks in nicaragua as well as a digital creator on instagram but let me stop talking and let's get (laughs) to hear from her for the tv queen herself hi carmencita how are you doing I am doing fine. I'm
2: so happy to finally have the opportunity to be here with you guys. <laughs> I am so happy. Is this your first podcast? It it actually is my first podcast and I'm so excited. It is my first, first of many. Oh, that's so exciting. See,
1: when um, Junie told me that we were having a TV host on our podcast, I was like, oh, God, like she's going to think we're <laughs> I'm like she she got she got it all. She knows what she's doing. And we're going to be the ones that are are nervous, you know.
2: Well, this is my first podcast, but I actually had a, a radio show in the university. Yeah, I, I saw that. What was the name of it? <clears throat> it's tu Cita Favorita. It was the first Spanish reader show in my university, Elon. We mainly talked about different things that happened in Central America. And obviously, you had a taste of good music, like Bad Bunny, G, every single person that is Latin. I, I loved it. And after that opportunity, so many people from the Latin community or from other communities at Elon got the opportunity to do a radio show that's mainly about them. And I think that was one of the best things I've ever done. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so awesome. I'm not even going to
1: try to begin to pronounce some of the things that you just said, (laughs) but I'm going to leave that one to (laughs) (laughs) Juni. So Carmencita is actually for everybody that's listening to you. She's from Nicaragua.
0: I'm from Nicaragua. I was born there before I moved to the U.S. obviously and um, I love my country there's so many amazing things that I could say about that but I want to how did you come to like go to the U.S. do college and then how was it transitioning into being back in Nicaragua because I know a struggle for me as a person is that here I'm too Latina and over there I'm too Americanized for Nicaragua, I'm too Americanized. You're wow, well, you like don't mm-hmm. even speak Spanish very well, but here like, oh, you have an accent. Like, do you struggle with that too? Or how was the transition to going back
2: after school and finding a job? That's a really interesting question. I've been my whole life here in Nicaragua in an American school. And it's quite rare. I think like my first language is. <laughs> english and then my second language is spanish since at um the american nicaraguan school where i was here in nicaragua we only had one spanish class oh wow so going to the states wasn't that bad but as time went in and being at my university it was hard because i was that latin girl Mm -hmm. even though i did a great job and everything it was really hard where my professors or faculty staff there will be you're good but you have an accent and it it was kind of like sad to hear that at first since it it was really sad but then I realized that made me different from so many people and honestly every every single person is unique and I came back probably like around the, the COVID-19 times, and it was sad because I didn't got the opportunity to graduate with all my friends. We came here in April, and obviously, like, schools got canceled for two months. And probably, like, my life changed since uh, I'm American. I had the opportunity to go to the States and work, and my whole life I wanted to be part of Telemundo, Televisa, but then the the pandemic came and then i realized okay probably it's time to do things in your country and see if doors can open like tucita with carmencita the tv show that i have right now i wanted that 7 years from now mm-hmm. i i wanted to uh, work 5 years in the united states and then come back and do that but life changed and honestly i'm so happy that i got the opportunity to do this since now, right now I'm working in myself. I have my own brand and I I thought it, it would take me like 15 years from now doing what I what I have right now. I'm 23 and I have a TV show and it's mine, like it's mine brand. But as I said, it was hard at first and it, it was probably harder since for four years uh, I was practicing my English over there and I had an amazing English. And coming back and being in a Spanish a show, it was hard. I had to take Spanish classes again since, as I told you before, uh, in high school, I only had like one class a a year. Probably so many Latinos eh, in our community can relate to my experience in the United States. At first, it was really hard just wow. seeing in my American school in Nicaragua. I didn't have an accent at all. And going to the States, people are like, oh, Carmencita where are you from or you know it, it made you feel like if you were different in a way but I remember one time I think that that was my hardest time in the states where one of my professors stopped a class and I did like an interview a five minute interview it was actually a podcast for one so of my wow. classes and I interviewed a Someone from my my Hispanic community, he stopped the class and he said, oh, that's why you talked to her. Because it was easy for you to, to talk to a Latina. And then I realized, wow, there's something like wrong here. And yes, that's probably like one of like the toughest time or probably one time where I was at Elon. I was talking to my mom at the phone and someone stopped me and they say like, hey, like, stop talking Spanish. We're in America. And then from then now, I'm like, I I should have, like, stood up for myself there. You know, so many people, like, at such a young age were so, but so scared of talking about, like, real problems. And that's why I use my social media platforms to talk about, like, real problems that come, for example, mental health. Knowing when to stop, or probably like give up on on a job, or realize okay it's time for me to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. And I think my whole experience in social media, in my high school at Elon especially, made me the re- realize who I want to be as person, but also realize okay the time for for you to be someone at life you don't have to be thirty years old. don't have to be 50 or you don't have to be working yourself from 7 a.m to like 10 p.m it's just realizing what do you want to do in life and what you can accomplish in so little time or so long time like it can take me years to be in a place where i want to be but like for right now i'm so happy and glad that so many incredible people so many opportunities so many lessons have come to my life, because without that, I want to be myself. Without that, Tu con Carmencita, my TV show, would would have never existed.
0: And it's crazy to me uh, what you said, because I, I definitely, I can't say I had like exactly the same experience, because I mean, there's has been people that Judge me sometimes on the way I speak because my mom only speaks Spanish to me so then Mm. you know when you switch I feel like when I switch from speaking Spanish like in a whole day and then I switch to English like my accent kind of goes back like it's like I don't know I don't know if it's a mental thing but it happens and I had had friends Friends and quotes, I will say, say to me. Yeah, you,
1: you you're not gonna be able to see the the uh video on the podcast, obviously, but we're <laughs> so quotes <for> here,
0: friends. <laughs> friends said, like, oh, uh, you didn't even say like, but it, they don't say it in a productive way, like, hey, like, you know, like you say it this way or maybe try it this way. Cause I I can take constructive criticism, and be like, Thank you. I appreciate that. You're making me a better person, but they will say like if you can't even speak English right, or like joking with me, and I would be like, um, excuse, do you speak Spanish? And they'll be like, no. Okay, then don't judge because I know two languages and you know one.
1: <laughs> I know I would on I would truthfully love to be able to know two like la- multiple languages, if not just two languages. But I mean, those people were assholes anyways. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> but it makes it, it. It's crazy when you have a professor that's supposed to be your mentor, that's mm-hmm. supposed to inspire you, that's supposed to build you up. your pain, money to be here to be able to build yourself up as a person as a you know professional later in life and i will say to anybody that is out there that we're listening to to us right now like don't be afraid because at the end of the day everybody's going to say something negative everybody's going to have a negative comment there's millions of other girls that need to listen to what you're saying right now like to you just to what you just said that's so important So you're going to like one negative person or a few or whatever, say something negative and destroy a whole positive outcome that could have been for millions of other people.
1: Yeah, and it's we are super excited to have you on because just kind of exactly what you were explaining um, with, you know, you you thought that it wouldn't be until you were in your 30s or it would be 10 to 15 years down the road. But you're doing it now, what, what you want to be doing, like you are where you want to be right now. And I feel like we talk about that a lot. Um, you know, things happen for a reason and that reason is, you know, because that that's where you're supposed to be in life. That's what is supposed to be happening to you right now. So, I mean, do you feel like this is exactly where you want to be in life? I mean, do you like, what what are your high, higher goals that you want to achieve at some point? I think this is the start of my career
2: yeah I think definitely. that I need so many experience and even though for some people I'm so happy that they see me and they're like wow everything you have done eh, you know at such a young age I still feel that I I can contribute more to my society absolutely I still feel that there's so many things that I want to do as a person so many uh probably hobbies that I didn't know that I Realized that I liked, for example, right now uh, about two weeks ago, I was in Guatemala Fashion Week. I got invited there, and I'll, I was like, "Wow, how far you have come!" And then I met so many amazing people, from editors to like the CEO of Vogue designers. That I realized that I also want to be part of that. Like I, 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 not only do I want to do my my show but I also wanna travel around the world, uh, learn more about fashion. And obviously like from there, like you can meet so many people around the world in five days. And from that, they're like your lifelong friends. And it's amazing how you meet them. And then you realize that they also love the same things that you like fashion. And then you realize, okay, not only can I stay in Nicaragua, but I can also surround myself from people that I met in those shows from Latin America, uh, Europe, the U.S. And then it's like, okay, I, I want to go big. I want to go bigger. But from right now, this is just the start. Right now, it's, it's like a seed. You plant it, and right now, I'm planting it. And then it's growing, growing, and then you're getting experience every single day. What you like, what you don't like is this okay for my show or when it's okay to stop my show when it's enough for me and then for me to go to another stage in my life Mm -hmm. so right now i i am in that right now i'm just having fun right now just having fun realizing who i want to be as a person what can i do better as a person not only in my show not only in what you see uh, in social media tomorrow who I want to be and what can I do checking yourself are you doing fine there's so many things that people probably don't see you don't see probably I'm having a headache and I have to do a story because I'm doing collaboration with like a huge product a huge store Mm -hmm. people like it's not always happy faces it is it's hard. It is really hard. Like, I remembered, and people probably just don't know this, but when I started here, I was doing a casting to being uh, the main uh, TV host in in TV, which is where I, I'm doing my show. About 1,750 Nicaraguans auditioned. Wow. I got into the top 50. From 50, I got into top five. I didn't got in. And it was because they wanted someone more Nicaraguan than me. It it was really hard because coming here, if you see it in my social media, I'm like, hello, my people. I'm a Spanglish girl. Mm -hmm. I love it. But it was hard because, wow, in the States, it's harder because I have an accent. But in Nicaragua, I'm also different, you know?
1: Yeah, that's exactly that's like exactly what you were saying too. Like in Nicaragua, you are too Americanized and over here, you, you know, everybody, you know, even just like people that were around daily, like think that you have the accent. I don't, I mean, I hear the accent, like, (laughs) I feel like I'm so used to you now that, you know, it doesn't even like phase me, It's but it's it's so, I mean, it's, it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. Our people will ask me like questions about I don't know
2: Mexican I'm like I'm not I'm not Mexican I don't know definitely or like uh, you you look too Latina. but what what was interesting right now is what I told you right now to never give up your dreams I didn't got in and for two weeks I remember crying I didn't want to leave you know like because of everything that has happened in Nicaragua the channel where I'm in it's not governized like it's You know, like it's not the government related. So it's hard because sometimes I want to be, you know, like that reporter that loves uh, talking about news, but you just can't do that. Yeah. I remember crying and I told my mom, I don't want to give up. Like I already started here. I don't be doing something that I love. Yeah. (laughs) I remember just doing a PowerPoint presentation of one hour and 40 minutes. Obviously it was pink. I'm a diva. I love pink and I called the TV channel both TV and I was like, hello, I I have this presentation and I want to see if you if you guys like it. And I was in my pink suit too, right? <laughs> and I presented the project, Tocita con Carmencita, and they liked it. And they're like, yeah. We like it. We like you. This is obviously. You, it was, it was more you. Right. And from there, someone, someone, I, you know, like sometimes when things don't go your way, you feel like the world collapses, like your world collapses, like everything is gray. And then when I heard that, yes, probably this was what I wanted to do. Probably this was a plan for God to tell me you're not going to be selected of those five people because you're unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: you have your own path. And that's something that we preach a lot in the, in the podcast. It's like you have your own path and you have to embrace. It. And it's hard for us to see further. Sometimes we see like what's like right sighted. and we don't want to look like too far because we're so concentrated in what I don't have right, right at this second right which is the same thing but it's like a great lesson what you just said to people to say like don't give up like you had to work like and i want to say this i don't care who doesn't like this about kim kardashian but i love (laughs) that she said get up and work and i'm like i get that some people are like it's i love her but i'm like you got up and you worked for it you went and built the whole presentation you called them you said hello i'm here (laughs) this is my presentation. I'm like, and, and she put in the work before they could have said no. You still knew that they, there was a chance that they could have said no to you. Well, I but think, you, but she put in the work and she got it done and look at her. She has her own TV show and she's 23. Like, Yeah,
1: she's <laughs> badass. Um, but well, so what you were saying about basically like you started as a seed, it's such so tr- I mean, you need to be able to go. And from what it sounds like, this is what happened. You need to be able to go outside of your comfort zone in order to grow as a person in your career, no matter what it is. If you are, if you're just staying in your same own, like you need to become comfortable with being uncomfortable basically is, is something that I've heard before. Um, and, you know, like. It it seems like you went outside of your comfort zone and just went for it and then now look at you, you know, like you are a successful person by the age of 23. You're not even in your core life crisis yet, you know. Like you're still you're got two years, girl. But um, you know, I just I I'm just a firm believer and you need to really you need to go outside of your comfort zone. You need to push yourself in order to grow as a person. And even if it, if it's, you know, moving away from your hometown or, you know, going and completely going to a different city to start a life and a career and all that, like you grow as a person in your career, you know, personality wise, when you put yourself in those certain situ- like uncomfortable situations, not uncomfortable where, you know, you're not safe, but just situations that you are not used to, you know, you grow as a person.
0: I also would like to say to people, networking, networking is so important. Get out there, talk to people. Don't ever feel like, oh, like, you know, they probably don't want to talk to me or like they, I I feel like a lot of girls feel that way or a lot of people um, get shy and they're like, oh my God, they have done so much. Like I could, what kind of conversation can I have with them? They're the CEO of this or, yeah the editor of that and i'm like go they're just as regular peoples as you did they're just like people Every- that got that places that's it so
1: yeah everyone puts their pants on the same way <laughs> that you do
0: <laughs> and and it's true so i love to hear that from you and i love to hear that you have a vision that's like internationally you don't want something just nationally here and that you have a purpose which is really important and i always tell people what's your purpose and what are you giving to your community back? I love to have this platform as our podcast because I get to at least change one person's day Mm -hmm. every single week that we post a podcast. Like, I think that you like it as much as I do when we get like messages and they're like, I love that podcast. Yeah. It helped me realize that this and this and that, and it's the same way with you. You're trying to inspire people, grow as a person as well. Mm -hmm. I love that that image is like, I can't wait to see you one day in New York Fashion
1: Week. Absolutely. Like front row. Uh, and I think it, we'll, hot be pink we'll be there too. We'll be there too. In her hot pink suit. I'll be like, I interview her.
2: <laughs> I, it's hard. It's really hard at first to start. It's scary. Like I remember starting. <laughs> I started as a model here because I wanted to start. And one of my friends was like, why don't you become an influencer? And all of a sudden, it was me and my three sisters writing messages and like sending messages to every store. Like, hi, like, I want to model for you guys. Hi, yeah. I want to model for you guys. This was in mid pandemic. Mm-hmm. And oh, then goodness. all of a sudden, uh, someone realized that I was a TV host and they invited me to be uh, like the host of one event. And that's where mainly like everything started. But yes, never give up. There's so many days that you feel like your world is coming down. Like it has happened to me recently. It it has happened to me. Like I I wanted to quit. You know, like sometimes it's hard. Like life is hard in general. Mm -hmm. And when you work in a project, when you when you you know, like you want yourself to grow fast. Honestly, take small steps. Right now, it's the times where you can do whatever mistake you want, right? These are the days where you can make mistakes when you can have five different jobs in less than one year. Like it's the time for you to discover what you want to do, what's your passion, what can you contribute to your community? Because that at the end, work and give to others. That's all I can say. You know, work for yourself, work for your future, but also give. There's so many people that don't have the priorities probably someone has mm-hmm. or the occasion you have give to your community as all well. like there there's someone out there that also wants the same dream you want so help the person up next to you because three years ago or one year ago you were the same
0: yeah too much is given much is required. I always say um and I also want to point something out I think that the U.S. it's a little bit more used to of that influencer market right now um having people like kind of shifting that marketing segment to like you're a marketing person like yes you're an influencer but basically what you're doing is marketing Mm -hmm. for brands an -hmm. influencer it's a career brands know that's your career now people can make over six digits here as a career over there still like that's where country is
1: still growing yeah still
0: growing. And I think people don't know their boundaries. So how do you deal with that? Because I'm, I'm sure that you get comments that are completely out of place, but because you're a TV host and your life is out there, how do you will tell other girls to deal with negative comments? Because I'm sure you get
2: a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I remember at first starting, there were people like, oh my God, you're in Nicaragua, stop talking English. Or uh, she's a bad TV host because of my Spanish sometimes, you know? there's so many things that people just don't know about your life. And at first it got into my head. I was like, wow, there's so many people that hate me. Right now I'm like, you know what? Like they just don't know me. You know, like there's so many people that think that because you have a talent, they want to break you down. Mm -hmm. And it's most of the accounts are anonymous. So Mm -hmm. there's probably like people that just want to know. So it's like, I when I think about a hater I just think about someone that it's just there you just block them that's it you don't have to read anything you know
1: I just I don't even understand the people that are behind it that want to leave comments like that or that want to you know like if you don't like something then just scroll past it I don't I just I've never understood that like who wants to take the time out of their day to comment something rude like I just never understood that I always
2: looked at it's it's amazing how people do and here in Nicaragua for example, when I did the castings, I remember people would write paragraphs about my family. Oh god. Like, paragraphs about my family. Like eh, Carmesita Rosales, she is the granddaughter of Tatatal. And because uh, of my name or something, she's gonna get like the spot. You know? Mm. It's hard here. It's really hard coming like. You know, like, when everybody, like, knows who your family is or who you are, they think they know you, they think everything's easy for you, and it's not. Like, for me, my, my last name doesn't define who I am. Exactly. For me, I'm Carmencita, and I, I'm working for the person who I want to be, the woman I want to be, and sometimes it's hard because people think that you get easy things. And no, and like, they, I, I... They just didn't know that
0: you that they just didn't know that you were crying for like two weeks because you didn't get it. Like you, obviously I, we always say like Instagram and social media is a high highlight reel. It is. You're not going to put like, hi guys, I'm here crying. Like, no, you're not going to share that because that's your moment. It's private. Mm-hmm. And obviously yeah. why would you put yourself crying on social media? If it's not like, it's probably not something you want to show
2: the
0: mm-hmm. same way. Like there's times that Maddie you have had breakdowns I have breakdowns and we're not like posting it or saying anything I think now with the podcast people get to know us more and what we go through because we have to share it um, and put it out there but it's really a privilege for people out there to get to know us I always say like I believe in like blocking and deleting people that mm-hmm. are not producing anything to me. And what I will say to people right now is it's not petty, it's not being mean. I want my social media to be a good place. Therefore, I am only going to have good things on my social media. And I've And I will say to everybody all the time, protect the places where you put yourself. That be with your friends or with your social media. If somebody is not making you happy or not contributing anything into your life, then why are you looking at their stuff? Or, mm-hmm. why are you reading their stuff? Yeah. And block them. If they're leaving mean comments, if you know they're talking bad about you, just get them out of there. And it's not petty. It is not mean. It is not anything bad, but like, I got to move on. And you're not bringing anything into my life. And you were just putting me down
1: period. Yeah. I've also been told to, you know, like you don't have to necessarily like completely delete your social media to be happy, but it's, you know, if, if you're following an account that doesn't provide joy to you, or it doesn't improve your outlook on life or just anything positive to, towards you, like, like you said, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Peace out. See ya. But I mean, you know, so many people, I think they think that just like deleting their entire social media is going to be good for their mental health. Maybe it is for some people. I'm you know what I'm sure it probably would be if we all deleted our social media. But like I said, that's jobs for people. That's, you know, you get to see different parts of the world through social media, different cultures, different people, fashion trends, you know, especially I love social media just for seeing fashion trends and like what people, you know, what's going on basically, but you know, it comes just, down to it. If if it's not providing you with joy, it's not giving you something in a positive way, th- th- peace out. So yeah, you just, goodbye. You just filter it out. But it
0: is it is really hard, especially like going back to like people believing you got something just because of your last name or mm-hmm. who somebody is in life, like s- some of your family members or whatever. I feel like your race I mean, or gender or you know it, anything. It sucks because I'm like, no, I work my ass off for this opportunity I cry tears for this opportunity and it's it takes away from that but I'm so glad that you were able to get up and say no I'm not gonna let you take my joy Mm -hmm. and I guess that's what you're telling other people to do the same thing like just go for it girl don't let anybody stop you because there's space for everybody out there I see so many other girls achieve their dreams and work for them because honestly don't ever think that a dream is too big for you yeah if you can dream it you can do it
1: yes yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's still like feeling Nashville <laughs> I know I wish I, I wish I had gone with her on that trip
0: <laughs> um but it was great so good seat having you and honestly I'm glad I got to talk to you because I have only singing you from a couple of reels here and there. Mm-hmm. And I honestly love you even more after talking Thank to you. Me.
1: Yeah. And, you know, just kind of like how she mentioned, like we, this is quarter life crisis and we, you know, we're all around the same age here. We're 23, 24, 25. And, you know, I feel like a lot of, a lot of females, they, they go through this, Phase of life where, you know, they don't know if this is where they're meant to be in life. They don't know if, if, you know, they are achieving what they're supposed to be achieving. Some people, it might be something simple as you might be embarrassed by something. I don't know what it is, but you know, just, it's, it's cool to be able to get different guests on our podcast that, You know, we've had, I feel like we've had a variety of people on here and from talking about our insecurities to talking about our achievements and stuff, you know, we just, we want to touch base basically on that entire category of everything. So it's really cool to have just different women on here and, you know, whoever, I guess we had Matt on. (laughs) We, did have like one, guy. we had one guy on here so far <laughs> my my uh boyfriend but um and that you know, was
0: because people wanted to like know so it was yeah it was personal she had yes, it announced yes 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 and yeah. everybody all our listeners were like literally going to instagram and screenshotting like thanks trying to find him and we're like this is bringing so much of Aurora we're just
1: gonna have him on an episode he's probably gonna be one of the only guys we have on here because <laughs> I I want to keep it more female based and you know like a cheat you know achievements and all that stuff for for women in their 20s um so it's just it's been really nice having you on someone that is so successful and you have like a soul of sunshine it seems so yeah I I really
0: love you as a person and I'm coming to Nicaragua next year so I oh need yeah. to know person or you need to come
1: to the U.S. too so there was one more like kind of segment of the show that you know you being involved in fashion and all of that um we wanted to play this little game before we go before we go <laughs> June go ahead so it's basically marry
0: fuck kill but with fashion trends so i'll give you <laughs> four oh fashion trends and you need to tell me which one would you marry which one will you fuck and which one will you kill
2: okay <laughs> so and then there, battery there, but-
0: so there's four. So one of them you can throw away. Okay. So okay. you got so micro purses.
1: Okay. So like little tiny purses,
0: shoulder pads, <laughs> crochet tops, and leather pants.
1: Just one more time. The choices are micro purses, shoulder pads, crochet tops, or leather pants.
2: Kill shorter pants. Yes. Merry leather pants. And then probably fuck the, the new mini cur- curses. I love them. Woo!
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, you're throwing away the crochet tops. You're like, yeah, we don't need them. We don't need them.
0: We don't need them. I yeah. mean, they're only here for the summer, I bet you.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. That trend will come and go real quick.
0: But it was so nice <laughs> to have you. And I am so glad to share this episode with another former, not former, with another <laughs> Nicaraguan. No, I'm so happy to be
2: part of this segment.
0: So I'm so well, happy. And you gave a lot of insight, which I love. And we're probably gonna be using that for lots of our edits on Instagram. Absolutely. She gave such a good advice. I was like one of them. I was almost crying. I was like, <laughs> like, I don't know if you saw my face, like I wanna cry. But um, thank you so much for being here and thank you for all our listeners. They're- from all over the world are listening to us today. Yes. I love you guys. And you can follow Carmencita on her social media. We're going to put it down on our bio and you can also find her on our Instagram.
2: Follow me on social media, arroba Carmencita Rosales And also I invite you guys to see my TV show, Tu Cita con Carmencita, in my social media.
1: Yes, we can't wait. We can't wait. <laughs> Um, thank you so much again. We appreciate it and hope you have a great rest of your week.